right, we gotta start fucking again, dog. Oh fuck! All right, yeah. All right. I forgot, BB, that that you've never done a podcast before. Mm-mm. So like, this is the, this is the thing about potting is like when something comes to your head, say it in your head first. You don't fucking say it out loud. And don't say it out loud because I don't like to edit, dog. Oh, okay, for sure. Hater in the building. Oh God, Brian, give me some love, dog. Brian, what up, B? Chilling, man. Thank you for uh, thanks for coming, BB. I appreciate you having me here, dog. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. We've known each other forever. It's been a long time coming. I know. Um, Trapping on the shore house. You're all dripped out right now. Always, bro. It's it's everyday attire, bro. Downstar. There's there's a few people in my life that, like, pretty much always wear Downstar. It's like you, my homie Chente, Mm. um, my pops... Uh, Big Frank representing always, always, dude. always. Um, he's Flacco Frank now, dude. Dang, that's your twin, dog. I know. Bro. <laughs> that's uh, your twin. Ever since my pops got skinny, I'm like, damn, we start to look a lot more alike, <laughs> dude. He ended up losing like 80 pounds, bro. But that's good though, bro, because you said he's functioning and walking out, like doing blocks and shit. That's yeah. dope, dog. Especially where he's came, like he was just in the hospital. What, like? So it was January 2021 when he had the stroke. Yeah. So fast forward to today, he's like walking around the block. And well, like, look at all that progression from that day, bro. And then you said like he's finally getting it, like his hard work's paying off. So that's going to give him the motivation where he's like, fuck this. I'm going to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing yeah. it, keep going. Yeah, which is dope, man, because after the stroke, they said like wherever you're at within like 90 days, that's that's where you're gonna stay at forever and he fucking proved them wrong for sure i think i think most of that stuff is for like the general person because generally speaking most people will will give up at any sort of like uh like rough roads yeah it's like a speed bump in the road like as soon as you hit that bump you're like oh i'm done but like your dad he's like nah fuck that i'm gonna hit that bump head running for sure boom like you too bb like all of us bro um, I want to get into uh, you working at Downstar, bro. So it's like you worked at Downstar. I, I can't think of like the actual years. It was maybe like uh, 12, 15, 12 to 15, something like that. I think it was about 2014 through 16, I believe. Got you. Because I was there for a minute because we were, like I said, we were at the Shore House. And then I I got you, well I helped you move in here, and then shortly oh, after oh that okay got you shortly so, after okay. you know I fucked off and then yeah let's uh yeah let's get into it BB because you know what like I don't have that many pictures of when we worked at the dunes mm-hmm. because I don't know if you remember my whole thing was always like we never showed the workshop we never show what it looks like because. Once you do, then it paints the picture in people's minds. So I always knew from the beginning that we need to start talking about we when it was just me. Mm -hmm. We need to just show this certain area because I don't want people to think that that since it's a small operation that it's going to be like the, the, the product that we're delivering isn't up to par with somebody who has like a larger 
like a full on warehouse operation. Yes, of course. But you got to think about it though, bro. Like even though we had such a small area to work with, we were fucking killing it every day, bro. We were banging out orders. Remember like when we would take it to the mailbox, like we had like two or three crates at a time we would take, bro. And that was just in a little fucking room. And like realistically, we had a hallway that we couldn't even walk like straight through. We had to walk sideways. Yeah. I mean, that room was tiny. Yeah, it was. It's, uh, I don't know the actual dimensions, guys, but it's probably like 10 by 12. I would think something like that. 12 by 12 at the max. Bro, like literally you probably put a full, like a full bed and like a small dresser and that's it. That room yeah. was maxed out. Yeah. But then the way you set it up, like you used every inch of that room to start what you have now yeah so that was uh that was a good time man um but let's keep going a little back before that before you even worked with us um Mm -hmm. for everybody that's familiar with the 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 trap picture pretty much one of the most famous pictures from downstar is where it looks like we're we're slanging drugs but they're actually bolts um I'm eating Chinese food and then some other guys are, are, uh, this was pre COVID. They're already COVID ready. They have their COVID (laughs) mask on (laughs) counting the bolts. And then you're in the back with the chopper, bro. Looking out the window, bro. Making sure nobody's (laughs) pulling up. (laughs) How classic, right, dude? You know what? It's crazy because I mean, who really has the mind span to create such emotion in such like intense, such in a picture but it's realistically it's nothing wrong yeah like you said it's bolts chinese food you mean yeah like the gun maybe a little bit much (laughs) yeah but like you mean like still though it wasn't like it wasn't out of the hey viarta there's a security with a gun that's what i'm saying why can't can't we be in (laughs) the kitchen with the chopper (laughs) but yeah that's uh and the way that it came together dude was literally just that idea that day yeah, it came, I mean, we got a phone call like, hey, we're going to do a photo shoot like right now. Yeah. And like, I mean, spare the moment, we like, I mean, I think I was already with the group of people that was there at the time. And then we just all came together. Just all came through. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it worked out perfectly. Literally, it was within the idea to when the picture was taken, probably four hours. Yeah. Four hours max. And that's, okay, the idea, all right, what are we going to do? All right, go get Chinese food. You guys come eat over here. Can you come shoot? Uh, and it all just came through. That was, I'm, I'm taking it all back now. So that was 2012 because that was barely when I first met Ash. Okay. And I remember she came over afterwards, but she couldn't make it in time for the, uh, for the actual shoot. The shoot. So um, that was probably maybe like um, May, June. 2012 that's crazy right so let's uh let's keep even going back a little more bro i just want to paint this picture so everybody because everybody might might know you like where you fit in but like you're a pretty big part uh, of downstar and uh you you probably have some stories that that you could i mean we got, on, i know? mean we got a lot of stories bro and like even besides like doing the whole downstar thing too like just hanging out like you I mean we had 
nights, crazy nights and stuff like that. You know, the right yeah. hand in the rain. Oh, <laughs> shit. Crazy, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. wilding out. But same- <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was, I mean, that was a good night. Yeah, you know? we, we would always go out downtown, go clubbing. Uh, so when I was in, like, my clubbing times, probably, like, the end of my clubbing times, you were the one that I was partying with. You and some other people. Yeah, like I think group. that's, like, when we finally realistically started our bond between each other you yeah know what i mean it's like starting to like i was heavy in it and you were kind of like on the outskirts of it because i think you were already like in the verge of like growing and not even like into that kind of atmosphere because you didn't drink yeah you didn't drink you yeah. know what i mean and like even me too back then like i wasn't a big drinker so it was kind of like i was just doing it for the environment i wish i was a chiefer back then dude I really I, do. I, I I say I was not as heavy, but I I definitely was back then still. Yeah, I uh, would I would have liked it, dude, because that would have probably taken down a lot of the anxiety. Oh, and definitely. just made it so much more fun. Yeah, definitely. You would have enjoyed it a lot more, especially because it just kick like I mean, relax you and just enjoy it. Yeah. So back then, let's say okay, two thousand. 2011 ish okay. okay we'll start probably around there 2011 ish take a little little trip back in your mind dude like what what was your mentality like what was your life like like paint a picture for me dog paint a picture of my life in 2011 realistically i mean i was i didn't really know where i wanted to go in life i was just doing whatever back then you know what i mean i was i mean I hate, I mean, I'm not going to call myself out on it, but at the same time, I will. I was just a follower back then. Like, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't leading nothing. I wasn't doing nothing for myself. I was just like, oh, hey, we're going here tonight. All right, cool. Let's go. You mean like, or we're doing this today. All right, cool. Like, I was yeah. never the one that made the plans. I was just like, I got invited. So, I mean, yeah, I would just go. Yeah. I mean, back then, you know what I mean? Like I said, I was younger, you know, didn't have my shit together. I mean, I was fucking off all the time and just, I mean, painting a picture of my lifestyle back then i don't know just being wild not caring you know what i mean not really thinking about the future just living in the day and just not taking the right steps of life i guess you would say yeah yes did you feel like you were just happy to be involved with whatever was going on whatever the plan was whatever whatever was happening you were just glad to be part of it I think at that time, yes, because like I said, I mean, hanging out with a group of people that I was hanging out with like all day, every day, constant. And then they were always doing stuff, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, come on. Like, I felt like, I mean, kind of like a tag along, but at the same time, like we all like enjoyed it at that time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a good time, but there was just a lot of like immature. Oh yeah. There was a lot of definitely immature moments. With fucking every, all of us. I remember there was that time where there was that girl that you were talking to, and then, like, I talked to, and, like, another friend talked to, and then we all ended up, like, at the same place. Homie Hopper Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I checked in, I checked in oh, at, at her pad uh, with all of us there, the and ho- I said, Homie Hopper, Hopper Lane. Lane. <laughs> that shit was funny. How mean, bro. Poor girl. She just wanted to be a slut, dude. She it's did, bro. Fault, she dude. did, but it's crazy because, like, <laughs> realistically, I mean, 
obviously I knew her first. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew her first and she was from the Valley. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, she would have never brought, came out here if it wasn't for me, but yeah. then she wanted everybody. <laughs> hey, shout out to her, bro. You got to live your, your life. But she wanted to live that Susie life. I know. But even <laughs> with that, dude, it's like that, that all comes from somewhere. It all comes from an upbringing. It all comes from the, the, the life that you've seen when you've grown up, you know? So let, let's bring it back to you. Uh, looking back at, at your life, how it was back then, do you kind of come up with some reasonings on why you were like, like a, a tag along or why you were just down just to do what, whatever, no matter what? Like, do you, do you know where that comes from? I think it just came from me and just, I mean, like I said, not knowing where I was going in life. I didn't really like I was living my life, but I didn't have like this mindset of having a real purpose in life of yeah. where I'm going, what I want to do, what I want to be, who I want to be with, all that stuff. You know Which most mean? people don't. You're, yeah. what, well, you're like early 20s. At yeah, that time. early 20s, early 20s. Yeah. So most people don't. Yeah, most people don't. But like, you I mean, as far as being like, you know, like involved and being the tag along i think it was just cool for the moment because i mean i didn't know anything else you know what i mean yeah. i was just having fun i didn't really trip on like oh if i do this tonight what's gonna happen tomorrow i didn't give a fuck mm. i was just doing whatever i was doing you know yeah now that that don't give a fuck attitude like where did that come from <laughs> i think realistically that came from and i was influenced mm. i was influenced by that group because they were promoting that and when we all were in our pack and like cruising around and doing whatever we do we were doing it was like realistically nobody was like no fucks given at all times you know what i mean yeah so i think that's why and then like i said that's like where it comes back to being like the whole follower thing like you know what i mean instead of like being different and you know and standing out in the pack i was just blending in you know what i mean yeah yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, did that, that, like, was that something that you were always around? Um, like, growing up with, like, f- f- friends, f- friends, family, cousins, and things like that. Like, th- those people that lived life, like, that they just don't care or recklessly or, you know, with, with an ego. Like, were you around a lot of people like that? Yes and no. You know what I mean? Like I said, I was, um, I mean, not to take it su- super far back, but, you know, my dad raised me. You know what I mean? And seeing my dad raise me the way he did and being such like the strong will power of like being a father. Mm. Like I looked up to him more than anybody. But at the same time, like I never really thought I could fill his shoes. You know Mm. what I mean? So I kind of felt like, okay, I'm never going to be like him. So I'm just going to do this. You know what I mean? I'm going to settle for this. But it's like realistically being young. I mean, I was settling for what was fun at the moment instead of like what I want to do in the future. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you said, I was young. You know what I mean? So how, uh, how long was it just you and your dad? Um, I moved in with my father when I was about 10 years old. Got you. Yeah. My mom, I mean, not to fucking throw, I mean, throw dirt on her name, but my mom's a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, realistically. And then at the same time, like, you know, she upped and jammed and it's like, how you gonna do that to your son? You so when you were 10, when we were 10 we did that whole custody battle and all that stuff again like and 
my mom was trying to get me to move to New Mexico with her. Mm. And I was like, nah, I'm not going out there. Like, I mean, my dad was here. Like, all my family's here. It's like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, I mean, she was moving out there for a dude. Mm. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool off that. You know what I mean? So I had to go and sit in front of court and make a decision and all that stuff. And like, yeah, I wanted to live with my dad. So, I mean, at 10 years old, moving in with my father, I mean, my dad working in construction, he was like, you know what? You're going to become a fucking man quick Mm. you know what i mean i'm not gonna be home every day i'm working long hours i gotta provide you need to learn your shit you know what i mean like you need to learn how to cook you need to learn how to wash your clothes you need to do all this stuff you know what i mean so the structure and the background that i've gotten from him was realistically i could say that he molded me and built that in me because of who i am today now Mm. like today compared to like 2011 I wasn't that person. Like I didn't care about that stuff. Yeah. But now being older and being more established, have my shit together. Like now I see where all that, that he like put it in me, put in my mind. Like it's now it's all like, I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever feel like you lost part of your childhood? How do we need to deal with all that stuff? <clears throat> I, at a young age, I don't feel like I lost my childhood. I just feel like, a child shouldn't have go have to go through what I went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? For Cause sure. I wasn't just dealing it with that when I was 10, like I've been in and out of the court system since I was like five years old. So when did they actually um, split up? Oh my, mm, I think I was like two years old. Mm. So you never seen a good relationship between them. I never had that, that household structure with mom and dad in the house. No. Did you ever see that like pretty close, uh, close to you? Like friends, family, anything yeah, like that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, of course. You know, like I've got multiple friends that, I mean, have their mom and dad were in the same home. And still to this day that there's, they're still together. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, at the same time, like, you know, I can't dwell on that. But it's just like I said, it's built me stronger for the person that I am today. Because, you know, I sit back and reflect on what I've been through. Yeah. You know, and then now where I'm going, you know? Yeah. Sometimes uh, it kind of helps. Not really to justify it but just to try to make sense of like life to kind of hear your parents story and hear how they were raised you know what i mean yeah which which really doesn't make like an excuse because you could be like a piece of shit you could have a piece of shit parent and then you can come out to be the best parent ever yeah or you could turn out to be a piece of shit as well you know so and then sometimes parents that had like really bad parents they don't have the tools or the capability to actually be good parents because they've never seen it so it's always interesting to kind of like go a little back more yeah even with me even with like my dad and like asking him questions about his dad Mm -hmm. and his past and then sometimes being like Oh yeah, no wonder you know. Yeah, exactly. Fucking makes sense. Yeah, like like my grandpa. I mean, R.I.P. But he like, I mean, he was running amok. He was running amok. My my grandma and him were super young when they had my dad. My grandma was fourteen. Oh wow, fourteen when she, she had your dad. She didn't pass eighth grade. Oh my god. Yeah, bro. So she was she was young, <clears throat> and you know, like my grandma handled it, and you know, like I said, my. For my grandma to have only an eighth grade education 
she has done so well for herself. She is so established. She's good. You know, she raised my dad pretty much solo because my grandpa was out fucking off all the time. But mm. it's just like, I mean, so yeah, like I see where it comes from. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my dad could have been like his dad, but then he realistically took after his mom more and like, mm. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make sure I'm good, provide what I need to do. So you know, I feel like that structure molded from my grandma to my dad to me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears> when, <throat> when you're uh, 10 years old and having to learn how to do laundry and fend for yourself and what what kind of stuff were you getting into at that age? <clears throat> Realistically, at 10 years old, I wasn't really getting into nothing. Like, I mean, I was skateboarding, you know, hanging out with friends, like doing that kid, that child shit. You know what I mean? Childhood kid shit. You know, nothing crazy. I mean, I think it was like when high school, when I started to fucking wild out and mm. be like an idiot, you know? What school did you go to? I went to Buena. Oh, okay. Buena's up on Victoria, right? Yeah, All the way right up, up the, the end sh- of- yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I know. Okay. So it wasn't until high school? It wasn't until high school, you know, like I said, everything started, you know, being more available, you know what I mean? Seeing different things, hanging out with different crowds and like <clears throat> being exposed to a lot more. Yeah. What were some things that that attracted you? Honestly, I mean, like I said, um, I always liked money. I was always a hustler. Yeah. I was always trying to hustle. So, like, you know, older cousins put me up on game and, you know, like, started trapping young. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, realistically carrying sacks at school and shit. You know what I mean? So, like, 14 years old freshmen fucking selling dubs and shit just weed though you know what i mean nothing crazy like i never got into nothing like really extreme until that's pretty crazy bro because christian's 15 and i'll whip his ass trust me bro i mean like <laughs> i i mean i wouldn't i've never hit christian except when we wrestle and he kicks my ass <laughs> shout out to c2 <laughs> <laughs> punking you and shit <laughs> Yeah, you mean like I said, when I was when I was in high school, you know, I fucked off a little bit, but at the same time, like, you know, I was killing it in school. I was playing sports, but at the same time, like, I still had that other side of me. A lot of people didn't see, mm-hmm. but I was doing it kind of low pro, so it didn't get put out there. But then, you know, it got back to my dad, and he fucking was pissed. Oh my bro. god, he was pissed, bro. <clears throat> How did it get back to him? <laughs> so, when. We're in high school. I don't know if they had it at your high school. I'm pretty sure they had it anything everywhere, but it's called Renaissance. Mm-hmm. It's like when you hit certain GPA for all year long and all this stuff. As freshman and sophomore year, I was a straight A student. Oh, wow. Yeah. My GPA fucking was like, what, 3.75 for the whole year, you know, wow. so almost a 4.0. But yeah. I mean, I had straight A's. So Renaissance, they had like this big old ceremony inside the gym and stuff like that. And as soon as we're like we're walking up to get like like a certificate and all that stuff and there's a line well my my principal at the time mr morgan mm-hmm. he pulls me out of line he's like he's like mr alamio we need to talk and i'm like oh what's going on he's like my office now this is after school hours this is like six o'clock in the afternoon and he's like taking me to the office at 6 p.m i'm just like oh shit this has got to be bad especially yeah. like i mean i'm supposed to get an award right now and he's pulling me out of the line <clears throat> he takes me to the office there's two sheriffs this girl and her parents she bought a sack off me one day she got caught 
threw me under the bus. Oh, damn. So, <clears throat> I didn't go to jail. The sheriff cuffed me, took me off campus. I had to go to, like, it was, like, a little center over by the mall, and my dad had to go pick me up from Oh, there. my God. Yeah, bro. So, it was, it was bad. So, when it got back to my dad, and my principal was one of my dad's teachers in high school. Mm. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna call him because I know exactly who he is. You know mm. what I mean? So as soon as they talked, it was a wrap, dude. So that 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 put it into like my trapping <laughs> my trapping days and you know <laughs> sophomore year getting put to well, good, put to dog. rest, bro. <laughs> you mean? But but it was it was, I mean you know life's lessons, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I learned from it. You know I learned from it, bettered myself, and you know for the rest of junior year and senior year killed it again really days and i stopped playing sports because they kicked me out of sports because of that though what were you playing uh baseball football and basketball oh my god Uh, all american shit bro (laughs) it was cool it was cool i mean i didn't really i didn't start basketball but football and baseball i was starting Hmm. do you ever see that show um all american yeah that show's a good show dude it's a good show i mean it's I mean, the way they they plotted that show out, it seems like it's super, super legit, like super real facts. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a little too political sometimes, but most fucking shows are nowadays, dude. I'm like, I'm over this shit, bro. Fuck it all. (laughs) Fuck it all. God (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Fuck it, bro. All right. Did you graduate? Yeah. Nice. What year was this when you graduated? I graduated 06 and I got a scholarship to Fresno State. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then what happened? Fucked off in Fresno and lost it. You went? So you ended up going? I ended up going. I paid two of my freshman games as baseball because that's what I got the scholarship for was baseball. I went out there and then just, like I said, fucked off and lost it. Yeah. Can you tap into those memories from like these times where you're saying you fucked off? Like, what were you actually thinking about at that time? I wasn't really thinking, bro. Like, I was just having t- fun in the moment and just like, you know, being influenced by anybody and everybody that was around me. Mm. You know what I mean? There goes that follower shit again, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, That's always a, such an interesting thing because like sometimes the people that are like followers, they don't get they don't get treated that well either because people that they're following know that they're going to be around no matter how they treat them. Yeah. So you ever recall like people not treating you well? Oh yeah, bro. I've, I've, I've been taking advantage of grit, bro. You know what I mean? Like helping out, which I mean, which what I thought was one of the homies and like, you mean, nah, it wasn't reciprocated at all. So it's like realistically, you just got off, got not got off on me, but like got up on me, like you know, like you fucking used me to your advantage. Mm. But then, like, if I needed something, you were pretty much like fuck you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I can definitely relate to that, bro. But sometimes you just gotta like know those type of people, and then make sure you stay away from them. Yeah, you mean like I mean those are the people that you don't want in your inner circle. <clears throat> don't get me wrong you keep them as acquaintances but i mean i don't fuck with you you know yeah no for sure i would say that i have plenty of acquaintances mm-hmm. but like actual people that i consider like friends and a friend would be someone that i would just like have come to my pad you know yeah for sure 
Not that many, dog. No, yeah. Not that many. Especially even like even if we have a party or something, it's like this is this is a group of people that I respect and love enough to invite them. You have a selected few path. that's like, all right, cool. For sure. Yeah. But um yeah, I've just noticed that a lot of people they 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 have certain type of tendencies. And I always watch people how they treat other people because of course they're going to treat me right. Mm-hmm. They probably want something from me. Exactly. You know, they want whatever the fuck it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just want to be around somebody who's doing something just so it looks like they're doing something or they could do something or they could try to benefit them. off of it. Somehow. Whatever it yeah. is, dude, you know, and I, I went through that a lot in, uh, in the growth of the business and it took me probably at least fuck almost eight to 10 years to be able to like switch up the way that <clears throat> I actually move. Mm, okay. You know, cause there was a chance, like there was a time where like I was trying to help out everybody and i had i had the work i needed people to help out and i was just like well let's we're all fucking homies or whatever let's <laughs> let's do it but like you get that rude awakening yeah i mean with that rude awakening i mean like that's something that i could relate to because i fucked off when we got into the shop bro i mean like i was too worried about my phone and bitches before yeah. work you know what i mean i'm like taking 10 minute breaks fucking constant just to fucking re- reply to a text or look at something on fucking Instagram, you know what I mean? Fucking off when I should have been just grinding and grinding. Yeah. And then that came to the point where like, you know, I lost my job at Downstar because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then fucking after I lost my job at fucking Downstar, I spiraled the fuck out, bro. I mean, I called you, you know, yeah. like we, I went through some fucking tough times after I lost the job right here, bro. We'll definitely fucking get into all that shit, but you just touched on something with the uh, with the girls, bro. It always seemed like you had some sort of issue with uh, having like a successful relationship. And I don't mean any disrespect by that, bro. Mm-hmm. But uh, always seemed like you were always going through it with whoever you were talking to at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know if it was because like what I attract or what I fucking put mm. out there, if it's like a persona or what. But you know like the handful of girls that I could say that I have like real relationships with out of all of them, there was only one that kept me grounded and, and still to this day we're fucking friends and she's dope. She's a fucking dope ass person. Yeah. But I also had the girls that had me fucking going crazy and doing stupid shit too. You know what I mean? So yeah, there was a bunch of issues with females and back in the day and you know, it's just one of those things where, I let that get the best of me, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like they played on your your um, your I, willingness to, 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 to do whatever? I feel like they played on my vulnerability. Vulnerability, there you go. That's my vulnerability. Okay. I feel like they took advantage of certain things because they I fucking put out certain things, you know what I mean? Like... Like, I got a big heart, BB. You know what I mean? I'm a good fucking person. I, I got a lot of love to give. But, I mean, back then I gave it to the wrong fucking people, dude. Yeah. Straight up. Like, I gave it to the wrong people. And that's where it comes into play. Where being getting fucked over and just being mistreated and fucking bunch of bullshit, bro. Like, I mean, I went through some bad shit. You know that, bro. You know that. Yeah. So, you I mean, like, like, come on, dog. Like, 
uprooting and fucking moving to Vegas like an idiot. Come yeah. on, dog. Like I, I still have you in my phone. It's hater from Vegas. Oh god, <laughs> you fucking did. I dude. swear to fucking god, dude. That's all bad, bro. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And I was oh. talking to Ash, and I told her you were gonna come on the pod, and. She said that. She's like, I remember he lived in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then your fucking name on my phone. That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. Because when you, you moved out there. You're a dick, dog. When you moved out there. That <laughs> I moved out there on the fucking limb, too, bro. It was like one day to the next. And I'm like, I'm gone. I'm out, bro. Fuck, that's, that's what I'm talking about, dog. All the spiraling out and doing dumb shit, bro. You were one of those fools where I'm just like, BB, what are you doing, dog? Like... I was lost, bro. I was lost. I mean, I was lost, and you know what? I fucking hit a bunch of fucking low points, bro, and it wasn't just one. It wasn't just one. I hit a a bunch, bro. So let's talk about some of those times, bro, that come to memory, dude. Like Like which ones, bro? Because you know a bunch of them, too. You know what I want to talk about is, like, everything... Everything that I see, like from the outside looking in, everything comes back to that persona. Mm-hmm. The persona. The persona that you that you give off is what attracted everything. The friend circle you had, the girls that you had, the success mm-hmm. that you had, the things that you were into. It was all that persona. Yeah. Me knowing you well, I knew that you were a good person. I know that you had a great heart and you were very loving and that's one thing that like a reason that that you've lasted more than pretty much any of the other friend that i have from that time but you always had this persona which always like always confused me like what do you what are you trying to do what is this that you want people to look at you as I honestly think at that time and putting the persona out there, I realistically, I think I was just trying to impress everybody. So I was just Mm. trying to put out the persona of like, everybody wants to be around me for fucking whatever reason Mm. it is. So I think that's what I was putting out there more than anything. Mm -hmm. Instead of being the real fucking me, I was trying to be like this person, like that person trying to fucking mimic this person, trying to be like that person. You know what I mean? Was it because you seen how they were quote unquote respected by others and you wanted that that sort of respect as well? I think it was because they were looked at like this fucking this icon image where everybody yeah like everybody's looking at them like fuck yeah like center of attention almost mm. you know what I mean? Because yeah, like yeah sure. like fucking back then I ain't gonna lie I was attention whore bro straight yeah. up I was you know I was trying to be all up in the fucking mix all the attention you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, it was all fucking bullshit. It was all bullshit. Yeah. Well, with that, attracts women who are into that kind of dude. Exactly. Which, who knows why they're into that. Maybe because that's the way that they grew up. And they seen their their mom getting cheated on or her their mom's getting, going out being whores or whatever. whatever yeah, you know? exactly. Getting played and shit all the time. Yeah, and just thinking, like... That's the fucked up the 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 cycle of things, dude. And it's sad, bro. I like still see it going on to this day and I'm just like when I have good friends and I know how they they live life and navigate through life. 
and then uh, like an issue arises to me being like a professional problem solver because that's all i do all day solve problems no matter what the problems are Mm -hmm. i look at situations like zeros and ones bro this is okay so that's going on yeah that's happening because of this and they're what do you mean i'm like oh you don't see that you know so so sometimes i'll get I'll get to the point where it's like, I don't really have emotion. It's just me calculating this mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly where you were going to end up. Where you're at right now is exactly where you're going to end up. Yeah, you could give them the blueprint of fucking where they're going if they could continue being the way they're being. I'm fucking psychic, bro. I can yeah. so, I can tell you exactly where you're going to be in, in the next five years. As long as your mentality and and the way that you deal with life stays the same i know exactly where you're gonna end up yeah and whether you can see it or not i can see it and i can pretty much bet on that's what's gonna happen yeah you're pretty you're pretty on fucking point about calling shit out bro like i i I, fuck yeah hands down and it's and it sucks sometimes because when you see people in that spiral like i've seen you in it's like fuck baby i can i can talk to you all day but it's not going to change nothing. I don't know what to do. So that's at some times you got to step back. Yeah. You know, and let them figure it out for themselves, bro. Let them figure it out, dude. And hopefully like it doesn't end up in that place. But yeah. it's like then it becomes like like a respect kind of thing. Like how much do you respect my friendship if I'm if I'm giving you these 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 gems and you're just like not even reciprocating it at all. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's even the right way to look at it. I think it's more like, I mean, I'm giving you all these fucking keys and trying to help you better yourself, but motherfucker, I can't do it for you. Yeah. You're gonna fucking do it. If not, you're not gonna do it. It's either you have the fucking willpower because I'm giving you the blueprint to do it, but is your dumbass gonna do it or not? And if you don't do it, how long am I going to stay around and hear about your problems that are your caused problems? Or how long am I going to stick around to to feed off of your energy? Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Like, <clears throat> And it's not just with you. It's with so many people where it's just like, yo, I got love for you as we've made memories together. And at one point I had so much love for you, but I'm over here, bro. I wish you the best in whatever fucking left ass pass that you're going down. That's but that's that ain't you. got nothing to do with me. Yeah. When I see you, bro, I'll fucking wish you luck. But I'm moving, dog. Yeah. And that's one way that I definitely had to move. And that's like that's one thing that that caused us to like have our rift. You yeah, because we 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 had our fallout. We we definitely had our fallout. But you know what? To be honest with you. I realistically, I needed that fallout in myself to really value our relationship. Yeah. Because, like, B, dog, like, you've you've done a lot for me, bro. And you know that. Thank you, bro. But it's like, I just do what I would want somebody to do for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, you mean, you've been doing it for so long for me. You know what I mean? And I never reciprocated that back then. You know what I mean? But now it's different. Like, you know, we have kids now, you know what I mean? And like we have a bunch of growth within each other and a bunch of growth this mentally, you know, your mental state, my mental state, you know, like we've grown up. 
since fucking me fucking off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were already fucking grown and you had the fucking right mentality. That's why you were giving me all this fucking these gems. Like you said, like, hey, bro, you need to do this. You need to do that. It's going to better your life. Quit fucking around and do this. And then I feel like now since we hit that rough patch, I got my second chance with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having our relationship as a friendship and our bond, you know what I mean? I don't consider you just a friend. You're like my brother, dog. You're family to me. You Same, know what I mean? Bro. So it's like now that we're grown more in mental state, now it's like, bro, if you need something, I got you. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, you need you guys need dinner one night? I got you. The baby's sick? Fucking let me know. I'll bring you medicine. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Midnight, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, you know I'm going to be there. Yeah. But I don't see it as I owe that to you, but I have that respect for you. You yeah, know what I mean? I think we've just reached a different level because I've, I've had issues. Pretty much every friend that I've had, I've had an issue with them. Mm -hmm. And some friends that it just, we took a break from talking and then we just never talked after that. And never I'm, came back. And I'm completely fine with that. Um, you know, like I said, I wish them, I wish them the best, but I have to be selfish with the path that I'm on. And if we can't come to any sort of agreement about whatever, whatever the situation was, I got to keep going, dog. Yeah, of course. I got to keep fucking moving. Yeah, of course. And there's been a lot of people like that in the last 10 or so years, dude. And it's just, I've never, I've never switched up. I'm always the same person that i've been whether good or bad yeah there's some there's some things about me that are not the most attractive traits but those are like things that i have to do to protect myself but that's just you being real bro it i mean yeah you know like i don't want to come on this pod and say like you know 10 years ago i had all my fucking shit together mm -hmm. i didn't doug i didn't i just knew what i was gonna do and I started focusing on that. We're in 2000, we're in 2022, 2012. I was barely meeting Ash. I was, <clears throat> I was, uh, this time I had barely quit my job in April. So we're in September right now. So I'm barely in the, in the, the time of like not having a job, working my business, having a new relationship. Like my life is changing. Oh yeah. But <clears throat> I don't, I don't look back at those times that like I knew everything i just knew that there were certain things that i was already past that some people weren't like you you weren't past that sort of po point excuse me and maybe it's like excuse me you were deeper into those whatever whatever so whatever the subject was mm -hmm. than i was yeah, yeah such as like like the girls yeah yeah i feel like on that situation you like you said, you didn't have your all this stuff together. Like you already knew what the fuck you were gonna do, but you had a picture of the end game for yourself. Yeah, like you knew what you wanted. You know what I mean? Back then, I didn't know. You mean I didn't know where the fuck I was? I didn't know from left from right where I was gonna go. You know what I mean? But I mean, with that, it's just different me mentality sets at that time, bro. You know what I mean? Different mentality, different br or like ways that you were brought up, mm -hmm. uh, different. Different friends that you're you're used to versus me. Different like ideas of what the night is to bring when we go out. Mm -hmm. You know, when we would go out. Like, I just wanted to go 
just to have fun and have a good time and like the whole picking up girls or whatever that was always like secondary to me mm-hmm. you know um it always seemed like that was like your focus oh yeah bro back then i was just trying to stick my dick in everything bro what was the meaning of that just because to you and your circle the more numbers the more count the better i think it was just i mean yeah i could see i could see it as that but at the same time it's like it was almost like a game yeah for like sure. a competition you mm-hmm. know what i mean like oh i got i got so and so oh i got so and so i did this many this week this many last week you know what i mean yeah i feel like it was just a competition but it's like realistically that's the fucking wrong competition to <laughs> fucking be in bro <laughs> for sure man i couldn't imagine nowadays like sharing that sort of energy with just some rando broads yeah bro like, it's nah I mean, yeah it's a lot deeper than that now bro it's like i mean i mean I have a kid now. Yeah. I mean, I have my daughter, bro. So it's like, I, I can't fuck around like that. Like For sure. Like that's, I mean, I'd look like a fucking piece of shit if I did that. Bro. That's somebody's daughter. All these girls are somebody's daughter. Exactly. And you I don't know? want nobody to fucking treat my daughter like that. For sure, dude. I mean, you know, you got Frankie, bro. Yeah. And I could, you know, I always looked at women with some sort of respect. I think I lacked that because of what I went through as For a sure. child. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's where I was like. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever happens. Yeah, exactly. Nah, for real, dude. And that's that's always why I like to kind of go back a little bit mm-hmm. and to hear about upbringings and then parents and then kind of hear about, like, grandparents. Mm-hmm. It all just paints a story, dude. Yeah, I mean, it kind of gives you the plot on what your life's going to entail, but it's either you're going to fucking break the cycle or follow the cycle. You know facts. what I mean? Yeah, facts. And that's, that's the way that I look at it now. Like, that that's... All of every, all of my entire bloodline has brought me to this point. There's nobody in front of me because I'm the leading of the bloodline at that point. I can either continue the bloodline in that direction or I can make it go whichever direction I want. But I'm in control of it. Yeah. There's nobody else. Mm-mm. You know, so like to continue my family's bloodline, it's me and my two sisters. They're doing what they're doing. This is going to be my path that I'm on right here Mm -hmm. and what my kids are going to learn and what I'm going to be as a parent and as a grandparent, as a friend and as a as a whatever. It's going to be in this sort of direction because that's the way that that I feel is is to do justice for my bloodline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you on that. And it's like everybody has that possibility. Mm. And sometimes you never you never learn and then it just continues and continues and then sometimes you're that lucky one who's who has enough courage and 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 enough like strength to change and be like you know what i got love for this person in my family i don't want to be anything like them yeah and that's no disrespect but it's like nah i'm doing what the fuck i want to do exactly and the hard part is like I know a lot of people look at their their family members and they have like this superhero cape that they put on him and they could do, do no bad in their eyes. But at the end of the day, like your parents are just two people that got together and had a kid. Those yeah. are two people. And two people that may not even 
be capable of thinking in a certain capacity to get them further in life or whatever. So they did as much as they could with, with the knowledge that they had. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of people are like, you know what? I want to be like him or I want to be like that. Or I want to be like, yeah, you, you could take those good traits, yeah. but you have to be able to recognize like those bad traits yeah, as well. And I think that that comes a lot more when you, when you're older and you start to realize things like, damn, I would never do that to my kid, my spouse, my significant other, whatever, you know? Anybody in general. Bro. And anybody in general. Anybody in general. For real. Like, I see the way that some people treat, like, their friends and family and their wives and shit. And I'm just like, damn, that's crazy because I would never even just treat, like, a stranger like that. Yeah, bro. exactly. But how much do you lend, like, the, 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 the place that you were born into and the and the neighborhoods and the the, the streets that you were around how much do you uh, do stock do you put into that of like having to do with who you are as far as lending what do you mean like as far as lending what do you like molding you into like that mo person molding into the person that i am now or when that you back were then? um honestly do you feel like you were a product of your environment no mm. i don't feel like i was a product of an environment i feel like i was a product by influence mm. so instead of like i said instead of being a leader i was a follower influenced by the wrong fucking people all the time yeah i was like okay i could do this i could do that we're all doing this we're good you know what i mean yeah instead of wanting better for myself at that time and like really being influenced by the fucking people that i should have been influenced by I was influenced by a bunch of fucking lames. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like straight up, you know? Cause like we didn't get nowhere with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you dude. Um, so let's get into the, the end of your time at Downstar about 2016. Um, we're still trapping out of the house. I decide like, yo, this is a time that we need to start growing. Yeah. Um, we're having people come from Japan to pick up orders in this room <laughs> at, a, at a pad, at the pad bro. <laughs> at the pad. <clears throat> Do you remember my old Japanese homie who he would come through? Yeah, and, he would uh, come through and like, like stay out here. At yeah, time. and Look. sometimes he would take a nap. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> pobrecito, dude. <laughs> uh, older dude on, on like, his hustle, bro. On his hustle, he looked like he was head nodding. That was all. He was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, right now it's bedtime, dude. I gotta go home. But dog, he was traveling all the way from fucking Japan to go to your pad. Bro. I know, dude. Like that. That says a lot about your products. It's crazy that, because if you look back, 2016, like we moved in here, I think September. If you look back prior, 2016, uh, September and, and prior, like, mm -hmm. bro, we were in fucking magazines. Yeah. We were at SEMA. We were on all the cars. We were on YouTube, like everywhere already at that time. Yeah. Trapping out of a bedroom. Trapping out of the bedroom, going to fucking Atlanta, fucking North Carolina, all That's this right. shit, bro. Remember? That's right. What trips did you go on with us? Atlanta, North Carolina. I think we went some. We went to that Arizona one with RC. Oh, with RC. Quick. Yeah, shout yeah. out to RC. Hell yeah, he's dope. Yeah, hell yeah. He'll be here for uh, Halloween, dude. Oh, okay, cool, cool. To that little function. Oh yeah, for sure. Good time. Okay. Man. Um, yeah, we went to we went to Atlanta. 
We went to Atlanta, dog. We, we chilled with Chubbs, Chubby, dog. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Chubby. Shout out to everybody Wait, in no, Atlanta, no. dude. Shout out to D. That's my boy, bro. bro. Everybody Boom. out there was all you guys, dude. humble as fuck, bro. I was so grateful to meet all those people, bro. That was probably one of the best experiences of my Crazy, life. Crazy, huh? Dope. Just fucking dope, bro. Crazy, dude. Get in. Go to my boys. Fucking just live like they live. Yeah, yeah. bro. Chilling. Chilling, bro. It was big chilling. Just kicking it, dude. It was and then dope. We went to, uh, I think that was probably for Import Alliance. Probably. It was for Import Alliance. Yeah, for Import Alliance, Atlanta. And uh, we chilled out with them. Damn, that was a good time. You know, I think that, like, time. that's what I really miss about the, the, the rise of Downstar is, like, that hustle traveling and going to these shows. And although you wouldn't go to all of them, like, you would be no. there to help, like, prep it. I helped prep most of the shows, but when we did, bro, it was dope. I mean, the only thing that sucked was getting fucking stopped at the airport because we had the choppos. <laughs> it looked like we had bricks in our suitcase. Yeah, that bro. was the time. That was the time that we released the choppo shift knob. And if you guys remember that, we packed it like bricks of cocaine. So it was a little white box wrapped in styrofoam or wrapped in like what is it called? It was brown tape, bro. No, no, no. The 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 cell. I don't know, stuff that you cover, like plates. Like saran wrap. Saran wrap. Yeah, you cover it with saran, <laughs> saran wrap, wrap and then brown tape and then like had a downstar stamp on it. Mm-hmm. And we went, I remember it was in that uh, that spray ground, like the, the fucking dollar <laughs> bill bag and that whole bag just full, full of, of fucking choppas, dude. And you open it up and it looks just like fucking first 48. Yeah, like, bro. A like, whole bag damn. of and they just looked and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> fucking ATF came out and all that bullshit, dude. That's and right. They searched you. Huh? Yeah, they searched you that. and you're just yeah. like, fool, shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> yeah, fool, because you're trying to have small talk. I could tell you're nervous. I'm like, don't say nothing. Yeah, bro. that shit was crazy. I've never been through any experience like that, bro. Yeah. I mean, so like <laughs> a lot of these, well, obviously I've been on fucking planes and shit, but like traveling with product like that that actually would make us get flagged for something i've never done nothing like that obviously but it's like it was an experience that it's fucking you'll never forget that yeah you'll never forget that bro just like the trips that we went on bro like a lot of the trips i'll never forget any of them yeah it was good times man it's crazy the 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 most i've been able to travel like with the business oh yeah for sure bro i've been to so many places dude and kind of like numb to it after a while which which sucks sometimes too dude were you getting numb to it because of the fact that you were just doing it over and over fuck yeah probably doing it at least once or twice a month yeah you know true once or twice a month fucking packing up all that shit getting ready getting that and once you land it's like the only time you're gonna rest is when you're flying home and we would just land and just be going dude, go no move. matter what grubbing hanging out with these people staying up late going to the show fucking trapping all day whatever you know yeah hell yeah but those were good times and those were like um that's that's what cemented us in the community Mm -hmm. uh just putting in all that work dude definitely Um, so yeah 2016 i have the talk with you guys like yo we're taking this shit to the next fucking level I need you guys to be on the ball 100%. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. It was, we got the shop, we're moving in. And this was <clears throat> the first time that I was going to leave for a show and have you guys handling biz. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you, yo, BB, if 
if there's any issues, like you're out, bro. You know, mm-hmm. and that's like I said, that's around the time that I was fucking off on the phone, bro. And that's when I got clipped because, you know, instead of fucking working, I was over here fucking worrying about bitches and shit, bro. Yeah. That shit's addicting, dog. I could only see how much. Like, I never got no bitches, bro. But if I got bitches, I might be. <laughs> I, might be I might be hooked. It's kind of good that I never got bitches. Nah, <laughs> it was, nah, bro. I mean, if I could redo it all, it'd be different, dog. Yeah. I bet, dude. So, this particular relationship that you're in seemed like it was always causing you some issues. And it was already to the point where I was just like, it's a wrap, bro. Mm -hmm. Because, like, at that point, any money going out is money that can go to the business and grow the business. Everything was significant at that time to the point where, like, <clears throat> what are you doing? Let's fucking do something because I'm paying you to, by the hour to fucking work and not. I'm just... paying you to fucking work and not talk <laughs> to this broad, BB. What's really uh, good? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it didn't work out. I remember I was in Hawaii. That was when I went to Hawaii with Ash. The first time that we ever went. Was it? I'm that, pretty sure it, it was I, then. I think so. I'm like, nah, bro. That's it. Because it was like super short after we got into the shop. Yeah. Super, super short, short after. Yeah, because you didn't even get to experience the, the glorious yeah, days. Nah, I don't know. We're here now, bro. That's all that matters. Yeah, but like I said, bro, we had I mean we had our fallout, you know what I mean? But then again, too, like I had our fallout, dog. You I mean I had a lot of spiral I spiraled the fuck out, bro. I spiraled the fuck out. And it wasn't it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So even after that happened, like we would still talk every once in a while. But it was dry. Yeah. It was dry conversation. It wasn't nothing like what we have today. For sure. And, uh, I mean, I knew you already knew what it was. Yeah. There was no having to talk about it or what or wonder or anything or why is this like that or why is Mm -hmm. what or what. I mean, I think that was one thing that is good and bad about me is that you know where you stand with me. There's not going to be a time where it's like, I don't know if, like, we're cool. I don't know if he... If I fuck with you, I f- you'll know that I fuck with you. Yeah. And when I don't fuck with you, like, you're going to know that I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I wasn't fucking with you. No, nah, you weren't. I mean, I remember. But I was still concerned about you because you were the homie. Mm-hmm. No matter what. No matter yeah. what, you were still the homie. And when the homie reaches out to you, when they're in a situation, you got to fucking pick up that call, you know? Yeah. And that, I mean... The specific situation I know you're talking about, Doug, was hard. Yeah. It was super hard. So what was the buildup to that? Like, what what was going through your mind with everything? Just paint a picture of what got you to, to those point. times. Yeah. Just letting everything overcome me and get the best of me and not realistically using my ability to fight through shit and just letting it take over like it just took over bro like it just like i mean i wasn't feeling myself i wasn't myself it was just i would let things get the best of me when realistically i fucking shouldn't have you know what i mean yeah. like i mean we went i mean i went down fucking holes bro i was at my lows dog like after after i got let go from downstar i hit one of my fucking deepest lows 
And honestly, I didn't think I was going to come back from it. I really didn't. I mean, and it was hard. It was really fucking hard. And it took at least, a, I want to say a couple years, maybe even a few years before you and I got back on track where we're at now. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, to get in depth about it, bro, you mean like I called you that day and, you know, I was on the verge of fucking offing myself, dog. And realistically, I didn't have, I didn't have nobody to fucking call. I didn't have nobody to call. Couldn't talk to my dad about this shit because he'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're a fucking idiot. Instead of being that support system that I needed, you know, and it's, this is fucking hard to talk about, but I'm able to talk about it because I'm grown from that. Yeah. You know, like fucking. I've been to that point where like, yeah, bro, like I didn't want to live no more. I didn't want to live no more. And realistically, I had to really fucking see that people cared about me to fucking not ever do that again. You know what I mean? Like there was a few times where I was thinking about taking that route. Yeah. I mean, which is fucking fucked up because nobody fucking should ever have to feel like that. You know what I mean? But there's been times where it's like, I don't want to be here. It'd be easier just if I was fucking gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have to feel this pain. I don't have to deal with this bullshit. I don't have to fucking be the person that I am right now. I don't have to be me. You know what I mean? I could just be gone. Yeah. And fuck everybody else. I mean, that was my mentality. So that day, I I want to say that we fucking met in the parking lot by Coffee Bean. Yeah. That's exactly where we met. Mm-hmm. At, and we talked. And that's when I gave you back the key yeah, to the fucking shop because I had the key to the shop. And I told you what was going on. And, you know, you fucking you gave me that number and you're like, bro, you need to fucking call this number. You need to fucking call it. Keep calling it. You need to call it every fucking day if you need to. And I did that. I did that, you know, and fucking there was even days where I would call and then I would check in with you like, hey, dog, I just got off the phone. Or, like, you mean just fucking shooting you a text, like, and telling you thank you, bro. Realistically telling you thank you because if you didn't pick up that fucking call, realistically, bro, I probably wouldn't be here today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's fucked up to say that because a lot of people don't understand how fucking weak and low you could really feel when... Not that many people really give a fuck about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. For fucking sure. If you feel like there's nowhere that you could even turn, like not even to the closest people, like your pops, you know? Or people to say that they're your fucking boys or they're your fucking homies or whatever the fucking case may be. And they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember at this time having a conversation with somebody else and then he's like yeah he's just being dramatic and i'm like really bro like when somebody gets to that point all bets are fucking off dog like when somebody calls you and says like or talks to you and you could feel it like i could feel it in you bb oh yeah and i was just like nah that's not right dog Mm -mm. you don't leave you don't leave no but no matter if they're fucking if if you don't believe that they're gonna do it or not, no fucking matter what, like you never leave somebody alone at this time. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's it's 
it's really scary to feel and knowing that you got to that point where you actually reconsider it, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, and like I said, I'm able to talk about it because I've grown from it. You know what I mean? I fucking take that. And honestly, I think about that shit on the regular. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? From where I was at at one point into fucking where I'm at now. You know what I mean? I'm talking about what? Six. What? That's like six, seven years ago that this happened. Yeah, probably about Some, something about there. Yeah. Like something around there. And like, I'm fucking my growth from that fucking point was been ridiculous. You know what I mean? I don't have no fucking thoughts of fucking suicide again. You know what yeah. I mean? I've never have after that shit. You know what I mean? Cause I hit that low and it's like, you think about it. Say if I did do that, all the people that I would have hurt, everybody that would have missed me and yeah. everybody that really did fucking truthfully love me. I would have just fucking put a damper on them because I'd have been gone. Yeah facts dude and being able to grow from that and take that as a stepping stone you know what i mean i take that as a stepping stone and i remember where the fuck i come from and where i've been you know what i mean like i said that was at my all-time low and realistically you know what i mean it's just something that nobody should feel yeah nobody should ever get to that point but you know what it's common people get there every fucking day but for the people that do get there and are there, you got to remember, there's fucking people that love you, genuinely love you. There's people that care about you. There's people that are going to fucking miss the shit out of you if you really do that. So at times, like when you get to that point, reflect on what you're really going to lose instead of being like, oh, it's the easy way out. Think about what you're going to lose if you take yourself out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's hard and it's hard because it's like fuck everybody I don't give a fuck and then it's like oh they're gonna miss me they're gonna fucking wanna see me they're gonna fucking hate that I'm gone you know what I mean it's like it's like a win lose situation I mean you win supposedly cause you're yeah. gone you don't have to deal with it no more but look at all the losses you take bro for sure I mean you're taking mad L's and I mean on a side note of all the whole situation, BB, I appreciate you. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you too, dog. You know, I just, whenever anybody reaches out for help, like real help, I try to help them. Yeah. You know? I mean, you don't, you don't want to fucking say they're dramatic or fucking shun them away or not fucking make time for them. Those are the people like that are really coming to you. If they have that confidence to come to you with something like that. You better fucking stop and help them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Regardless of who the fuck it is, whether you guys are beefing or not, if they're coming to you with something so serious, make fucking time and help them. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. Fucking tell them to come over and fucking go to lunch. Fucking tell them that they're loved. You know what I mean? Show them whatever kind of fucking affection or whatever they need to get them far away from that. And people don't understand that. People don't see that. Yeah, a lot of people are just wrapped up in their own life, you know, and just because maybe they think that they would never get to that position, they think that others are as strong as they are, you know, and that's that's the way that I look at things now is that I, I look at <clears throat> the, the, the strengths that I have and the only reason they're strengths is because I've worked on them 
it's not because it's something that comes naturally it's just like a strength and it's just like you you go to the gym like you're bigger than other people because you go to the gym but if somebody doesn't go to the gym they're not going to get that strength you've worked for it Mm -hmm. and you've worked hard for it and that's something that i've worked for so like even times there's times where i would just be like fuck dude like just chill out bb you're like you're doing too much Mm -hmm. you need to fucking chill out bro but then understanding like I've I've had you tell me certain things before and I was just like it takes a lot for somebody to admit that kind of shit that you would admit and I can't hold you to the same standards that I would hold myself to because you're already admitting that you don't have that strength mm-hmm. that I have because you've never worked on it yeah before you've never worked on like self-esteem or you know being thinking more highly of yourself no matter what anybody else thinks about you and that's one thing that i really worked on from like a young age because i had to like i didn't have any friends dude Mm. at school i didn't have any friends i didn't kick it with anybody or anything like that so it's like i had to build that self-esteem up inside of myself so i had that strength already and to be able to like help you through those situations it's it just meant a lot to me that you reached out to me because you respected me enough to be able to get like this vulnerable and even like this combo right here you know like i want people to watch this podcast that know you and that have a certain idea of who you are and for them to see where you're at now and then hopefully reflect on themselves and then be like damn if bb could be like where he's at now maybe i could stop being a lame or whatever you know like like no shade to anybody but like amir you owe me 800 bucks still bro i see you dog just give me my 800 bucks back (laughs) (laughs) to stop being a lame you know like like that kind of shit bro yeah like when you when you just fucking get over it dog yeah you know life is Life's fucking beautiful, bro. Life is a beautiful thing. Life's you could change any beautiful. day. You could change any day. Like Amir could be right now, be like, you know what? I'm gonna stop fucking being a lame. And I'm gonna give him his Ven- money. Venmo. <laughs> Just Venmo Frank Downstar. That's it. Just, we're all good. <laughs> You're a dick, dog. <laughs> so much but for you know, fucking. So much for name dropping. <laughs> that but, one's mine. Shout yeah, out to you, Amir. Is, give me my fucking money. There it is, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like there's there's never. A time where you can't change yeah you know what i mean exactly you and then that's why i want people to hear this story and people that don't even know you at all can hear this story honestly bro like i mean with my story like i said i'm able to tell my story and tell you like where i've been and my lows and all that stuff and the shit that i've been through I, i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it but you know what it built it it built me and molded me to the person i am today yeah you know what I mean? Like, I hit the gym. I fucking work a bunch. I fucking take care of my daughter. You know what I mean? I handle my shit as a fucking man, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not a baller. I'm not fucking flashy-ass, like, cars and shit. But you know what? I got what I got, and I got what I got because I fucking worked for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've came a long fucking way from that low, which was, like, six, seven years ago, 
to where I'm at today. So yeah, like the people that do know me and that they have this persona of me, think whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck because you ain't paying my bills. You don't fucking live my life. You ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah. I mean, I could give two fucks. But all the people that do watch this and don't know me, hey, better yourself, take care of yourself, love yourself, and just do better. Yeah. I mean, because that's all you need to do in life. Loving yourself, bro. That's a big one, dude. You really got to love yourself before you even can love anybody else. Exactly. And if people do have a a thought about who you are, like, you got to take ownership in that shit because... That's who you were. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? I put that persona out there. But that was then. That was then. This is now for sure. Exactly. And that same thing with me, bro. There's people out there that I haven't spoken to in, you know, X amount of years or whatever. And it's like if when we interacted, if I was a certain way, if that's the if that's the idea that you have of me, it, that's that's fine. That's fine. But just know that, that that's like not valid anymore now see who i am now now see who i am and now see how how i love myself you know see how i love myself and then now you can make an honest um decision of who who i am yeah you know and judge me off of that judge me off of that you know definitely um so at that time at that low point what was it that like clicked in your mind where I got to switch this around. And what were some of the earliest things that you did? Well, I mean, using that number that you gave me was a big help. That's like one of the first things. Um, Separating myself from certain people, separating myself from certain fucking things I would do on the regular. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, I almost went into like a little hibernation and just fucking just really worked on myself. bro. Mm. Just really took it like fucking like the bull by the fucking horns bro and just like you know what if i'm gonna fucking come up out of this i'm gonna come up out on top and i'm gonna fucking do it because i need to do it for myself yeah you know what i mean don't get me wrong there was people that had my back and a support system yeah 100 percent. because you do need that i mean i don't care what nobody says you do need a support system at some time in your life because you don't ever know if you're gonna get out of that low yeah you know so just you know simple things bro you know like fucking self-meditation fucking you know, calling numbers and fucking getting to fucking be able to talk to somebody that knows your situation and is there to fucking guide you and give you the right information that you need to get away from that. You know what I mean? Just simple stuff like that, you know, working on yourself, fucking realistically, just doing everything by yourself and building yourself up was the key for mine. You know, I didn't hang out with nobody. I wasn't going out. I wasn't fucking doing this and that. I was chilling. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was fucking focused on trying to eliminate ever thinking about going that route again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it wasn't nothing too drastic that I did. It was just switching up the mind state. You know what I mean? Fucking really figuring out and really seeing life as a whole and living it the way you really should instead of dwelling and fucking putting too much of your energy into some show negative. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start looking at everything as a positive, like, Oh, I almost killed myself. It's a positive because I'm never going to fucking be at that spot ever again in my life. You know what I mean? Lesson learned, you know? But I mean, as far as like what I did is just, you know, like I said, a reflection on myself and just rebuilt myself. And that's 
all realistically it really takes i feel like in my book but everybody's story is different you know what i mean my story like i had to fucking see my low point to get to my high point you know what i mean yeah well it's uh it's definitely a hard road especially when you got to look at yourself as the issue because i think that that's what uh, a majority of people do is blame their problems on other people when realistically they self-destruction themselves and that's what everybody does they dismiss that because they want to put it on somebody else like oh it's your fucking fault i'm here this is because of you Mm -hmm. no motherfucker is because this is where you put yourself yeah you know what i mean everybody has control over themselves i don't care what nobody says if you say this person fucking influences me and controls me you're fucking being a bitch about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're going to be whatever the fuck you make yourself out to be because that's the power within yourself. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a fucking lame, you're going to be a fucking lame. But if you really want to be able to fucking fucking sack up and fucking take responsibilities for yourself and fucking make something better out of yourself, you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. But you have to have the strong will and you have to have that mindset in yourself. You can't get that from nobody else. Nobody's going to fucking do it. Nobody's going to wipe your ass for you. Yeah. I mean, come on. Same shit, you know? Yeah. It's uh, about taking accountability. The way that I look about it is like, say that there's a problem and you never want to solve the problem because you always want to put it off on somebody else. That problem's never going away and you're never going to figure out how to deal with that problem because you keep passing it on to somebody. And I see people do that shit constantly about the dumbest stuff, you know, but you got to take a step back. It's like, well, how did this girl that I'm in a relationship with this toxic? How did she get in my life? I fucking chose her. Yep, I chose her. Exactly. How did... I get into this job that I hate this job and I hate this boss and then this and this and that. I fucking chose the job. You know, so it's like, it's so hard for people to come to me with their issues because I'm not really the most like sympathetic sometimes. I'm like, yo, get another fucking job. Well, they have good benefits. Well, find another fucking job. Exactly. Like, figure I mean, it out. It's not that. I mean, you're just you're just fucking raw, bro. You're raw, but it's real. <laughs> it's not like you're you're not gonna sugarcoat some shit that fucking realistically for what? Yeah. You know, you're gonna give them the hard truth, and a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people fucking get discouraged by hearing the fucking truth a lot of the times, bro. But it's yeah. like, I mean, it's real. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. You know, like you said. You don't like your fucking boss? Get a different job. You don't like your fucking career? Change your fucking career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like the bitch you're with, drop her. Get a fucking different one. It's easy for you to say. No, yeah. fool, you're just pussy. That's it. Exactly. That's, that's all exactly. it is. Dude, you, know? you can change every single thing about your life. Like, from today, after you hear this sentence that I'm telling you, you could change your fucking life. Oh, you yeah. can hit that girl up right now and be like, yo, it's over. You could do whatever. No, but this, no, but that. Like, you, you may- cannot talk to your parents anymore if they fucking treat you like shit. Like, come on, dude. This is your life. Yeah. You Stop. design how you want to. Exactly. And then fucking <clears throat> people that don't see that and say, oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. You're making fucking excuses for yourself. Facts. Like I said, stop being a little bitch and just fucking handle your shit. You yeah. Know what I mean, simple. Yeah. I mean, 
it's crazy because a lot of people sell themselves short with the capability that they have within themselves because they don't know no better. Mm-hmm. They don't fucking take that time to be like, I could do that. They don't believe in themselves. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. For sure. And when you start to believe in yourself, a lot of positivity comes out of it. I mean, regardless if you're fucking at your low or even if you're doing good, but you start to believe in yourself even more, it's just so much more you could fucking gain in life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like that. And, you know, whenever I I talk about this kind of God damn, what the fuck was in this coffee? (laughs) Burping like crazy. You know what it was? Is that Starbucks that uh, the sausage. The sausage, <laughs> you like the sausage, <laughs> the sausage sandwich, dude. They gave me straight a so- straight sausage, <laughs> fucking sausage, dog. But it's like people will hear me say it, and then they're like, "Yeah, of course you could say it because you have this and that." But that's why I love to have people on for you to like help paint the story of what, what, how we created all of this shit like everything like even the fucking podcast bro like i hear people say like oh i wish i had podcast but this but that do it in your fucking closet bro like yeah. just make shit happen dude it's just when you know that you have the capability to make shit happen that's like it really is like a super power dude oh yeah fuck yeah and then it gives you that mind span where it's like if i could do this i could fucking do anything 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 and i i honestly feel like I can do anything as long as I set my mind to it. Yeah. And if I don't, if I'm not good at something, it's because I haven't put the time in to get better at it. Yeah, because you mean realistically, you're doing it half assed instead of putting your all into it. Yeah, for sure. And that's what a lot of people they they don't give themselves their full capability when they go with that mind span. It's like I can't do that. No, motherfucker, you never tried it. Yeah. You never tried it. If you fucking try it and you failed, hey, lesson learned. But you never know until you do that. And then what if you try it and you fucking kick ass at it? For sure. A lot of people, they get discouraged by like uh, not doing good or failing. But I, I feel like a lot of that has to do with your ego. You know, being like, you know, I'm good at everything. I, I, I can do this. And if you don't do it, like your ego gets bruised yeah i mean ego is a fucking big thing in everybody regardless if people say oh no i'm not egotistical motherfucker yeah you are you're a fucking man Mm -hmm. i see it more in men than females but obviously but it's like i mean the persona of your ego is like it's what you put out there you know what I mean? Like, if you want to be a fucking asshole, you're going to be an asshole. Yeah. I mean, but if you want to be somebody that's willing to fucking learn, willing to fucking grow, you know, takes life like, hey, this happened today. Like, say, say you got a fucking flat tire. I got a fucking flat tire. Oh, well, I'm going to fucking fix it anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just whatever throws, whatever life throws you, you got to fucking handle it. Yeah. I mean, regardless. <clears throat> Ego is a definitely a very interesting topic to talk about um do you still feel like you struggle with some issues with ego um not so much anymore bro you mean i feel like i've humbled myself a lot and i feel like i've worked hard on building myself up to be where i'm at today my ego is still there obviously you know i'm a cocky motherfucker like i've always have been but 
You mean as far as the ego part? No. Like, I feel like I am genuinely a good fucking person, a loving person, and I'm not a bad person. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that fits like all entitled with the whole ego thing but like me being big headed or whatever you want to call it I'm not like that no more mm. I used to be that person like I said I humbled myself a lot and you know like I'm just a normal cat bro I'm just a normal person just like everybody else you know just trying to fucking make it in life you know yeah. but at the same time I'm I'm making my life I'm not like I'm not letting life make me yeah. you know what I mean I'm doing what I want to do in my life I'm not letting life take over me. You yeah. know what I mean? I only allow what I fucking allow. Yeah, for sure. Which people don't get that. Yeah, it's hard to, uh, you know, get rid of your ego. Um, I've really redirected it in certain ways. Okay. Um, you know, so say like there, there's the person that has a really big ego. And then on the other side, they always make excuses for why they can't do things. If you looked at that egotistically, you would look at it as you don't think that much of yourself that you could accomplish that. And then maybe that could be a motivation, you know, because that's what that's what ego is, is thinking that you're you're better. You're the best. You can do whatever, you know. But then on the opposite side, you're saying that you can't do something that you're not good at it. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of taken the uh the ego that i do have and applied it to things like that like challenges so if i want to like create a skate shop or some new products or whatever the fuck it is that that i want to do like i look at it with like like kind of an egotistical way to myself mm -hmm. you know because those feelings are still inside of me you know, there's sometimes that I'm just like, I want to be that old Frank and like flex online or what have you. But the people that I'm doing that for are the people's opinions that I really don't even care about anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes like just I'll just be have my whip dirty as fuck, not <laughs> giving a shit. And if somebody sees me like, hey, you could think about. You could think about me how oh yeah, I saw that dude outside in his fucking car. Yeah, cars this I like fool. Like I don't give a fuck, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I don't care. Because if I need if this is what we're doing, okay, we're flexing today, okay. Pick one. Yeah. And we'll 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 flex on it. But it's like for what? Because like <clears throat> that's not even the person that I really want to appeal to. You yeah. know, and that's kind of even slowed me down a lot on social media because I'm like well, what am I going to post right now? I don't, I don't really care to post anything because I'm living life. Yeah. I'm doing my thing right now. Exactly. But ego is still a hard thing. And I still see like sometimes that you'll post things and it's like, I always wonder like, what's the reaction that you're trying to get from this? So do you feel like you're still battling internally? <clears throat> Maybe to a source, to a sort, maybe. But, I mean, realistically, I mean, like, as far as, like, the social media game, what I post, I mean, I don't really post too much negative shit like I used to. Yeah. Or try to flex like I used to, too. You know what I mean? Nowadays, yeah. it's like, realistically, my fucking post consists of maybe a fucking 
motivation fucking meme my daughter or the gym yeah or food you yeah. know what I mean like fuck it's like those maybe flexing on the fucking food a little bit <laughs> like, who gives a fuck dude i eat good i'm eating good today. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like but i mean as far as like the social media part i mean i've fucking slowed down completely on that yeah you know what i mean and even though it's not a big deal it is a big deal like a lot of people don't understand that like if you look at somebody's IG, you could fucking get like a base fucking persona of that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just the shit that they flex. Like you look at, you think about the, like all these fucking girls on Instagram where it's like fucking their whole thing is like nothing but selfies and their body and shit. Okay. Like, okay. And what? And what? Cause <clears throat> I've actually been thinking about that a lot lately and lately and I, I feel really bad for girls, bro, because, like, they feel like they have to do that. I feel like girls have to fucking live up to some kind of standard these days that is, like, ridiculous. That they set for themselves. Exactly. But some other female set for them. For sure. Yeah. And uh, I see it, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you got a fat ass. Like, you're fucking, you're wearing nothing, but, like. You're kind of a lame, yeah, you know. Like, like you're a you're you're like a very shallow surface person, exactly. which after somebody smashes you, like, oh, what wow. else is there? Yeah, exactly. What what else is there? You know, like post something about you having a fucking degree. Post yourself about owning a fucking business or something that actually fucking matters. For like sure. we could look at tits and ass all fucking day long. That's what strip clubs are for. You mean like? If you want to put yourself in that category for fucking people to judge you by that, by all means, you do that, but you're going to get judged to a certain extent. Yeah. Like you you put out there that that's what social is is that this is a representation of who you are. Mm-hmm. And you look at my socials, I'm a family man, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a business owner and I have my hobbies. Yeah. You look at some of these girls socials and you're just like what do you have besides like your looks yeah exactly like some of those girls like you said like their looks and stuff and it's like girl you have three kids where's your kid pictures yeah for sure where's you spending time with your kids doing something with your kids for sure but you know what too like i'm not gonna just pick on females about that source because fucking males do that shit too yeah i mean like there's constant fucking same thing vice versa Males in the gym doing this, doing that. But I mean, bro, you're fucking, you're a dad, homie. Where's your kid? Exactly. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. Like I value things. Oh, totally, dude. It's not just not just the females. Like the men are even worse, dude. Yeah. And dude. I think, I I think it's like a lot of people. They're just caught up in this this new this new world that we're in, and they're just they're lost, bro. Who who am I to say? Who the fuck am I to say if they're living a good life or if they're not? I'm just observing from the outside and seeing what it looks like to a person like me. Yeah. This is what I perceive this is. Just a dude that's always flashing money. Okay? Who who are you going to impress by that? People who don't have money. Exactly. Because people that do have money and like money is not an issue to them. They're not gonna give a fuck about you posting. Okay, your money. whatever, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. if you if you got a million bucks, I 
I fuck with you, bro. That's cool, dog. But I'll never ask you for a coffee, B. Yeah, exactly. Well, your money don't make me shit. I don't give a fuck what you got. And I've met people, met dudes like that with like big businesses and like nice cars and shit. I'm just like, yo, real talk, like you're a lame, bro. Yeah. You're you're a lame who's got dough. And it just. uh, And that's the worst type. Yeah, dude. That's the worst type. But these people can always, they can always change, man. You can always just, you have to look at yourself like, yo, why am I doing this? Why is this my, my motivation for today to do this? What is it? But a lot of people don't want to have that conversation. Mm-mm. They don't. Because at the end of the day, it's like, if you're going to do something, do it so it betters yourself. Yeah. Don't make yourself out to fucking be a lame or fucking do it for the attention. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Put out there whatever the fuck you want to put out there, but just make sure that you stand behind what you're putting out there. For I mean, sure. Simple as that. You know, I mean, like you said, you're a father. I'm a father too. Like, I mean, fuck, if my story's filled with my fucking daughter all day long and you don't like it, don't fucking watch my shit. You know what I mean? Facts, dude. Simple, bro. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about your daughter, man. How did that change your life when she was born? Oh, man, that's... That's like it's it, it's incredible, bro. Nobody knows. You I mean you could say that you love a person with all your heart, but you don't know what love is until you have a kid, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. My daughter, she couldn't have came at a better time. You know what I mean? I was doing good. I had already fucking gone through my slump in life. I was already building myself up and fucking getting back to being the person that I want to be, and then. Here comes my daughter. And then kids gives me this big ass fucking kick in the ass just to fucking do it even more and even better than before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being being a dad, bro, is fucking incredible. It's a it's amazing, dude. It's so amazing. I'm sure you know you know how it is too. Yeah. But yeah. it just like somebody so little but makes you want to be that much better in life every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with her coming into my life. I'm not going to say that my daughter saved my life, but she definitely fucking impacted my changes in life, like, to the extreme. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And I um, I could tell that, man. I could tell you're a great dad, dude. And you have so much love for your daughter. And she's definitely helped you grow. Oh, yeah, for sure. So much. I mean, I, I mean, she's so little, but I appreciate that little girl so fucking much. It's crazy, dude. And it's crazy because... She's getting to that age where I'm like, I see myself in you so much, yeah. but I never want you to do what I did. You know what I mean? I want to mold you to the person I am today. Yeah, for sure. Not who I was fucking five, six years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like, that's another responsibility that I take on. It's like, I show my daughter the love she needs. I make sure she's taken care of. I make sure she's fed. I do whatever the fuck I need to do for that little girl because... Who else is going to do it besides her mom? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, shout out to my baby mom, bro. You know, we've came a long ways from the beefing and all that shit since we split up. But you know what? We're a good spot right now. And how she takes care of my daughter and fucking does what she needs to do. And on the daily, you know, I appreciate her for it. Yeah. I appreciate the fuck out of my baby mom for what she does. Good, man. That's good, dude. You have so much good that's going on in your life right now, bro. Yeah, and it's like, you mean, the whole thing about having good in your life, it just fucking directs more positivity in your life, and it's just, 
makes life fucking beautiful, bro. I love my life right now. I fucking I wouldn't change anything right now if I could. Yeah. Where I'm at these days, fuck no. I love exactly where I'm at. I'm good. I'm super good right now. I love it, baby. And that's why I wanted you to have you on the pod, dog, to talk about, to highlight this time in your life. Because I could tell, man, I could tell you're growing and I could tell that you're, you have a, a path that you want to go down and you're following that path. And, you know, yeah. one of the things that really um, solidified it for me is uh, recently there was a situation with you and you're like, yo, I have to, I have to not have this situation no more because it's making me feel like I did in the past and that's like fucking growth bro yeah bro i mean to see yourself going down a hill that you've been down this road before you know what i mean well not hill road yeah if you see yourself going down that road and you're able to catch it before it even fucking starts that's growth bro. yeah and you're able to say fuck that i'm good that's growth yeah. because you know what you test that waters on that hill or road and you fucking keep going you're getting deeper 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 boom you're back where the fuck you were at for sure fucking, and you're fucked for sure and it's gonna be that much harder to get out of it because you've already came all this way you know what i mean so yeah fuck yeah i've, I've dismissed situations because i felt like it was gonna go down the same route that i've already been and i'm like i'm good no yeah. no nah, i'm good that is you're right bro that's growth man that's growth super growth and that's what i'm saying bro like I mean, like I said, bro, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you because you've helped me grow as a person, too. You know what I mean? Like, you've you've been there. You, you mean, you felt we've both fell off for a little bit. But you know what? To be honest with you, when I really needed you to have my back, you were like, bro, you could do this. But I can't do it for you. Yeah. I mean, you need to fucking do it by yourself. But that support system was there. You know what I mean? So it's for like sure. that is all fucking it's all those gems bro those gems that you put in your fucking brain and your fucking willpower and your mentality to fucking make yourself better in life yeah and be able to realize and dismiss the bullshit you don't need yeah because it's gonna fucking put you in that black hole that you've been before for sure and uh i hope people uh i hope this brings value to some people man yeah i mean definitely it's this is real shit, dude. This is real life, and this is real things that we really fucking dealt with, dude. Yeah, I mean, our 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 story, bro. You mean between you and I, a lot of people won't understand it because they weren't there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because realistically, when all this stuff was going on, nobody else knew. I mean, a lot of people didn't know. I mean, people may have thought about they knew, but to the extreme, to the extent, but they didn't know really what it was. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like. For us to come to that point where we didn't really fuck with each other to come like you mean to come now where we're at now, it's it's really it's really dope, bro, because it just makes you appreciate it that much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like how do I say it? I lost my fucking train of thought, how I'm trying to fucking put it out there. It's all good, bro. <clears throat> but yeah, bro, this is real shit. You know, this is real shit. No, I fucking cried like a little bitch right now, bro. But you know what? Hey, I- I'm not tripping on that because you know what? Like I said, my story is my story and nobody could take that away from me. But hopefully people that listen to this story, they could grow from it, dude. Yeah. I mean, hopefully this puts some positivity in somebody's life that needs to hear this. That could see like, hey, I was at a low. 
But bro, you I mean you have that mentality and you got that willpower where you could put that self and you could build yourself and get far away from where you were. For sure, man. And people that knew you can see how far that you've come. Just uh and it's a beautiful thing, dude. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad I was there with you to help you through that shit. Uh, I'm glad that you reached out to me because that just, you know, it gave me that responsibility and that feeling that I was like, yo, I got to help my boy out yeah. no matter, no matter what, dude, it doesn't matter. It mm-hmm. just, this is this, whatever we got going on right now is bigger than anything else before. So I got to help. I got to help you out. But like, um, <clears throat> I just appreciate you've just been around since the beginning and you were always down to bus missions to do whatever needed to be done for the business. Yeah, for and sure. And I always, you even got it tatted, bro. Oh, yeah. You know? I remember, <laughs> remember that day at the Dodger game? You're like, damn, fucking, I was at the Dodger game. And you got that that picture. Someone, yeah, <laughs> someone <laughs> Some saw the tat and then sent <laughs> the it, tat, dude. And yeah. I'm just like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy, you know, bro. I'm, I'm in this all day, every day, so I can't, like, it's, it's hard for me to grasp the reality of it from the outside oh, yeah. of it. But yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's just true. all random at a Dodger game, just, just fucking random, getting pictures sent to you and shit. <laughs> I appreciate how much you support the brand. Oh and, yeah, one hundred percent. What what we're doing, and you've been around since the beginning, since before Downstar was even anything, dude. Yeah, bro. You've been around since then, and uh, it's dope. It's dope to see you grow, and it, I'm excited to see you keep growing. Yeah, I'm, I, and it's dope, bro, to be a part of like the whole thing of the brand still going, bro. And it's it's not stopping; it's yeah. still going. You know what I mean? And it's dope because to see it from what it was and to where it's at now, it's a fucking beautiful thing, bro. I love it, dude. It's fucking dope. I mean, so like when people are like, "Oh yeah, he's doing it," no, motherfucker, he's really doing it. Yeah. He's been doing it, but. It's crazy. It's crazy how much it's grown in it these is. years. Working in a bedroom, you know, people don't understand that. And you could say it because that's like the the cliche thing for any like entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know, how much you had to struggle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I never looked at it as a struggle. I looked at it as like, all right, well, this is the space that I have right now. Let's fucking get it. Let's do it. I'm going to use it to the full fucking capability. That's it. I mean, We're going to make this shit happen, dude. Yeah. And it's still happening to this day. Oh, of course. And uh, when I get to that point where I need a personal security, I'm definitely going to be hitting you up. Whenever, bro. Let ah, me know. Ah, like I said, I, wanna just, I got you. I want to just roll through to a meet one day with just some like big ass security guards <laughs> and then just, just be walking around just normally. And then, what the fuck is that? Why is that? Who the I'm fuck is that? <laughs> right? good times bb hell yeah bro but i'm i'm so glad that we were able to talk and just to go over your story man and and just to uh highlight this time in your life and um we'll sit down again in the future oh yeah for sure fucking uh just be able to um introduce you to the people out there and just tell who you are and then uh yeah dude check up what check up with you in the future of course and see where you've been at just, but uh like i said all positivity bro i love it hell yeah that's that's the key guys positivity, positivity. accountability 
You know, these are small things that you might not even think about, but these are small things that'll change your fucking life. And fucking keys, bro. Straight up. For keys. sure. And it seems like it's easy, and it is. It The, the concept's easy, but just doing it, it's to, not easy at all. To change that whole mindset, it's, it's fucking hard. It definitely is hard. Hell I was yeah. one of the most fucking negative persons. And now, look, bro, my life is fucking dope. For sure, dog. It's fucking dope. Hell yeah, BB. That's on you, bro. You did that shit. I mean, it. I mean, it's me. I mean, like I said, I fucking had that willpower and the fucking strength within. But you know what I mean? Like I said, I got fucking, I got people to thank for it too. You know what I mean? That fucking helped me back. Fucking helped me out. Fucking stood their ground with me. Fucking showed that they're not going to fucking dip on me when I really need them. And that shit goes a long ways too. For sure. It, it, it does. It definitely does, man. The best, the best way to repay them. It's just to live your best life that you can. Hell yeah. I'm just fucking shine, bro. Fuck shine. Yeah. All right, BB. So uh, before we get out of here, um, where can people find you out if they want to follow you in your journey? Um, BBY underscore Goosey. G-O-O-S-I-E. That's my Instagram. I don't really do anything else besides IG. For sure. But um, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. You know, like I said, I don't post much. I mean, my stories fucking, like I said, basic bro my daughter the gym food fucking just whatever but yeah. it's nothing like i mean there's no negative shit so if you're coming to look at my page for some fucked up meme don't even look for it <laughs> yeah and maybe the people that have listened that um you know are listening for some sort of reason um you still got a chance man you still got a chance to change your life around oh yeah you know I and wish you the fucking best. And honestly, too, like on my Instagram, if somebody's really going through something and they need to fucking reach out, reach out. I'll yeah. respond. I mean, and I'll give them the best advice that I can. And if fucking somebody needs to fucking talk, I mean, I'm always open, bro. I'm always open. I mean, if I know you, then cool. And if I don't know you, even better, because then I'll get to know you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. All right, BB. Thank you for being here, bro. I appreciate you, BB. I appreciate you, dog. And thank yeah. you guys for listening. Um, <clears throat> not sure how often I'm going to be doing pods. I think that the, what the pods bro, how I want to do it now is just when I feel like talking to somebody, I, I, I'm breaking away from what social media expects of you. That's like content schedules, upload times. The reason that I do the podcast is because this is a hobby for me. This is fun for me. And I love talking to people. Oh, yeah. Um, I love having these combos and after this combo if nobody hears it hey that's on them mm. that's why i always say like people will say like yo this pod deserves like a bigger following i'm like it would be nice but that's on them bro if you guys don't hear the combo that's on you that ain't on me yeah, i've heard exactly. the combo i i i went through it <laughs> i built it <laughs> i fucking <laughs> I, built it. i built i built the combo man so uh -huh. if you guys are missing it that's on you but if you guys are are listening to the convo, man. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, once again, this is Downtown with Downstar, and we out. Peace. <laughs>